All righty. Welcome to Top Con Talks Agriculture. This is Tara Baker today, and we are out on the scene in the field in the middle of Michigan right now. I'm with Connolly Duglish of Connolly's Ag Service out here. Um, he's a precision ag expert, a farmer, and so much more in his neighborhood. So welcome, Connolly, and tell me a little bit about how you got started into working with Top Con Precision Ag Products. Well, thanks for having me. Um, about three years ago, um, actually Alex Berg come to our dealership where I work as a service manager in Chesney. And uh, my dealership wasn't interested in doing any of the precision ag stuff. They just wanted to sell equipment. So we kind of talked and he rode around with me for a day and he said, you know, you'd be a good salesman. So I said, well, if you can top kind of suggest, I guess I'll start selling it. And that's kind of how we got started. Um, this is going on my third year now. Um, we're having a field day today. Um, we are kind of featuring the Nutilla's depth control. I got it on a Sunflower VT. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, just telling it, talking to guys about it and telling them what it is, even before they see it, are really interested in it. Um, just because there's no active tillage depth control, it's all passive. So hopefully today, it looks like we're going to have roughly between 30 and 40 guys um, going to come out and hopefully be excited about it. We also got headline turns going on today, and uh, we're doing uh, um, like zigzag guidance and different things of that sort, showing guys you know the accuracy of top guns. Guidance system. So, so what kind of agriculture is in your area? What kind of soil types, et cetera, that make you think tillage depth control would be a good solution for the farmers in your community? Well, here in central Michigan, we got a lot of sandy loam. Um, we do got a lot of heavy clay too. So you might be in a 80 or 100 acre field and you're running a good clay and all of a sudden you go over a sand knob and all of a sudden your disc wants to plow to China because the wheels are sinking. Well, the tillage depth control is active. So it'll raise the tool and not let it sink. You don't lose horsepower. You go across the field faster. You burn less fuel because you're not working the tractor as hard or vice versa. You hit a hard spot. It's going to raise the tool, hoping the tool's physically heavy enough to push down and get through that hard spot to maintain that depth you want. So you get your perfect seed bed when you're planting. So, Well, that makes sense. Perfect seed bed sounds like you're going to have a better plant, which is going to hopefully have better yield and a better crop and better results for a farmer's pocketbook. Um, so let's back up a little bit, though. You said about three years ago, you hung out with a fellow named Alex, who was a Topcon sales rep, and decided that that might be a good fit for you. Uh, but it's not like that's the only thing you're doing. I mean, you're a busy guy. You're farming. You're working at an equipment dealership. So maybe share a little bit with us about the different things that you're spending time on and how you thought Topcon or why you thought Topcon would be an, a good addition to that, even though you're busy already. So I've been working at the dealership I'm at for eh, going on 12, 13 years now. Um, for six years of it, I was just a service tech, and then I moved to the service manager position. Um, but still, farming is my roots. We've been farming for almost 100 years where we live at here in central Michigan. So if things go right, I like to pick some more land up, start farming, and then on my free time when I'm not farming, I like to do the precision ag and sell it and things of that sort. Um I like, I really like the equipment. It seems to be easy to use. Um, I'm learning as I go with this whole COVID thing. I wish I could go to more trainings and things like that sort. Hopefully, I can get this straightened out by the end of the year, or maybe November 4th. And uh, that's all I got, I guess. 
So I heard through the grapevine that in addition to farming and working at the dealership and selling TopCon, you were also almost a TV star. What's the scoop on that? Oh, I think it was back in 2010 or 11. My wife's uncle is a producer in California. And uh, he come out for a week or two and just come out to hang out. And uh, we do a lot of tractor pulling and different things. And uh, he just kind of liked the camaraderie with all the guys, you know, razzing each other and having fun. And go, you know, that might be a good reality show. Well, about six weeks, seven weeks later, for about two weeks straight, eight, about four or five of my guys, we had a camera following us around for, like I said, almost two weeks. And they did a little reel and stuff. It didn't end up turning out. Uh, Discovery Channel didn't think there was enough to go on to it, but the kind of the neat little backstory, the camera guy that was videoing us doing, or at least me anyways, he was, as soon as he got done with us, he was headed down to Oklahoma to video um, a thing about street racing. Well, it ended up turning out to be street outlaws. So I thought that was kind of neat. So. so you were almost as famous as street outlaws. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really cool. Well, hey, it sounds like we've got about 40 guys coming out to the field today to hop in tractor cab and experience these headland turns and this tillage depth control. And that's pretty impressive. And I mean, that speaks a lot to the relationships you have amongst the farmers in your community. Why don't you share with us just a little bit about how you work with these farmers, how you engage with them, how you build these relationships and, you know, gain their trust to come out to something like this? Well, I think the biggest thing is uh, service after the sale. Um, I think that's why I have the success I'm having because pretty much all the people I'm selling to right now is guys that either our dealership has sold equipment to or maybe I've done some work in my shop at home, built pollen tractor for them, vice versa, whatever, and they farm. And then I, you know, I go talk to them. They're like, well, as long as you're going to take care of me and your stuff looks great, I guess I'll buy it from you. So I think the biggest thing, they got great products, but you got to service the product. If you don't service the product, they're not going to buy it. You know, in our area where I'm at, probably John Deere is probably more popular because there's gender dealers everywhere. Well, they service it. Well, I'm trying to sneak in there and say, hey, I'm going to service TopCon. I'm going to be here. You got problems. I don't care if it's midnight, one in the morning. We're going to get straight down and get you going again. So. I think that's why is just people know that's the way I am. Like if people call me at 11 o'clock at night and their tractor's not working right, I try to help them out on the phone. Or worst case, I go out on the job and we get it going, you know, if it's sugar beet season or some of them specialty crops where they're time sensitive. So so you mentioned sugar beets. Uh, some of our listeners are in other parts of the United States, Canada, and all over the world. Um, sugar beets are pretty popular here, right? Yep, yep. We uh uh, Central Michigan towards the eastern side of Michigan and a little bit northern do a lot of a, a lot of sugar beet farmers. Um, we do a lot of vegetables and specialty crops also. Um, west side of the state, uh, like asparagus and cherries and apples and all that stuff is more prevalent on that side of the state. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, here in Michigan, it's the second most diverse agricultural production state in the country, only to California. So it's uh, that's an added layer of challenge being in the equipment dealership business and the precision ag business. It's not just corn and bean country here. You've got to work with yeah. a lot of different pieces of machinery and different farming types for sure. Um, but let's look at a little bit of your business model personally. So from what I see, you are the quintessential entrepreneur. So you are not only, you know, running the phones and turning wrenches in your dealership job, but you're pounding the pavement, getting out to the field, working with farmers, turning dirt. I mean, you're doing it all. 
So why don't you share with us maybe what kind of things you've learned along this journey and what you, advice you might have for other young ag entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that are trying to get their hands in a lot of different areas like this? I think the biggest thing starting out and, you know, I would best way to call it hooking the guy that he likes you. You got it. What you, what, what you say is what's got to happen. You can't tell them one thing and do another. That don't work. Guys don't like that. You get about one, two shots of that and that's it. Um, another thing I did find it's hard juggling working at a dealership farming. We farm just shy of 500 acres. And then, uh, you know, with the top, with the auto steer life, and then plus in the winter, I do some pulling engines and things of that sort. Um, you still got to have the family life, so you kind of got to, once or twice a week, I try to take a night or even like a Saturday afternoon or whatever and hang out with the wife and the kids and make sure everybody's happy on end too, so you got to always remember that. And are the wife and the kids involved in your business at all? Yeah, on the backside of my wife, like for the meal and stuff that we're going to pre- prepare today, we're going to, she did most of the cooking on that, it's all home-cooked meal. Um, she does some of the book work, especially when it comes to tax time, farming taxes and business taxes is about a two week ordeal. She does a lot helping out there. And then she takes the kids when I can't, when I got to go out and fix a tractor for a guy or, you know, installing a system, make sure it's right. I mean, I don't, I really don't take the kids with me. So she has to, to handle that burden. So she's been great in the whole process. And, uh, every year we keep growing a little, little more, so we'll see what happens. Awesome. And just as we kind of wrap up our visit here today, um, you know, making an investment into working with products such as TopCon products is, it's a big investment for you, especially as kind of a one-man show stepping out and doing this. So what do you see for the future um, in in the TopCon portfolio and in your ability to work with them that made you willing to take this leap? They're fairly diversified. Um, they got two or three products that other companies don't have. Um, like the tillage depth control and like the yield track for the conveyor systems and things of that sort. In the sugar beet country, that's going to be a big thing for us. And the tillage depth, we're going to try hopefully next week to put a, a tillage depth control on a lift system for a bee harvester. We're going to see how that goes. But uh, they're diverse. Um, they have great people. Topcon has some of the greatest people to work with. But uh, other than that, we'll see how things go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for Connolly, to Connolly for making the investment in our products, for uh, getting a great group of farmers out here to the field today. It's going to be a great day out here turning dirt. Uh, we've got American flags flying on the machinery, and it's just beautiful weather. So thank you so much and hope to see you guys out here in the field. Because of your Tap Feed app downloads, we were able to donate over 70 gallons of milk to local food banks across the country. Thank you for making a difference by supporting dairy farmers and helping feed the one in four kids facing hunger because of COVID-19. Still haven't downloaded the app yet? It's free. Check it out on the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Well, that's a wrap for TopCon Talks Agriculture. I'm Tara Baker, and I'd like to thank you for joining us and ask you to hit subscribe so that you can tune right in on our future episodes. 